Why is it only that hip hop and all this other music? We're the only one that talk about killing each other, fucking your man's bitch, your bitch is fucking your, 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 your husband. When you go to a black club, it's usually about violence, men committing violence against women, hmm. women committing violence against other women, Cardi B. You know? Yeah. Oh, with the the strippers. Yeah, yeah. and how she's gonna have hammer time if a bitch come near her. You know, it's. <laughs> let's, just, let's just be real. Walking past the mirror. Whoo, damn, I'm fine. <laughs> Let a bitch try me. Hammer time. <laughs> so you know, she's already promoting that she is pro woman on woman violence. Get ready for some banter, laughs, and honesty. Raw and unfiltered it's time for the listen up listen up podcast hosted by lady solo listen up listen up listen up what is good it's your girl lady sola here with another episode of the listen up podcast this is episode 13 y'all we is we is getting up there we getting up there and uh, i got another guest in the building got mm-hmm. my girl miss Fanice sojour mm-hmm. aka miss psychology okay, we no. are in the army reserve together yes we are i've known her for over three years now mm-hmm. she's one of the very first people i met when i first join the army i can't believe everything we've been through is crazy like you know i've seen her growth and everything and just you know it's it's really it's really cool it's really exciting really kind of build a lot of bonds and everything Mm -hmm. so i'm excited to have her on uh this episode today Mm -hmm. so without further ado let's get into the first segment all right now The latest stories that grabbed our attention and dominated headlines. Listen up. It's time for The Big Three. So, the first topic in The Big Three. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Kevin Hart steps down as the Oscars host. Mm-hmm. So, oh goodness gracious, my, 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 Hart. My, 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 my. So basically, there were, once he made the announcement, it was sometime last week when he made the announcement mm-hmm. that he's going to be hosting the Oscars. One of his lifelong dreams, mm, we all something heard. that he always envisioned that he would hope would happen in his career, and mm-hmm. it actually happened. And you know, he got a lot of congratulations, a lot of excitement, but there was also a lot of. People coming out the woodwork. The backlash. There's always backlash when Mm -hmm. it comes to these celebrities, right? right. So a lot of tweets started getting posted. People calling him out on the anti-gay tweets that Mm. he has posted in his past. And it's not just one tweet. It's not just two. It's several, like dozens of them. Mm -hmm. So people were coming out with it. And he posted these tweets between 2009 and 2011. So clearly this was not just a one-off situation. No, it wasn't. So after that happened, he then posted a video on Instagram, you know, basically in the bed, looking like he was half asleep, rolling his eyes like, look, y'all, I'm not about to apologize for this. I've addressed this situation many times in the past. Like, you know, why can't we just focus on the the present and the future? I've evolved since then. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't, you know, something that I want to be answering to or whatnot. 
And so, yeah, he basically was just like, I'm not apologizing. Like, people need to kind of just get over it or whatnot. And he's not going to feed the internet trolls Mm because he felt like it was some type of ploy to get people to focus on the negative thing about him. Exactly. Versus the uplifting part that he finally was able to accomplish his dream. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. he was like, nope, I'm not apologizing. So then people were reacting all day. Like, Mm -hmm. all day it was crazy. Basically, the entire LGB community was... Came for his head. Yeah, was in an uproar because of his comments. And... Definitely. Honestly, I... You know, then he chose to step down after later mm-hmm. that night. Well, he's yes, like, he did. The, 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 the academy called him and gave him ultimatum, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, <laughs> obviously this isn't going over too well yeah. with the, the LGBTQ and community. They don't, they don't want to thwart their, their particular viewers from watching the show because they do get paid on the people that view it. So they're trying to make Absolutely. sure that the people that are going to view it are actually going to be the numbers that they were projecting. And if he doesn't apologize, it's going to definitely hurt them. Yeah, so they said, hey, you know, just issue a a heartfelt apology and Mm -hmm. let's move forward Mm -hmm. or we're going to have to, you know, start looking for another host. And he told them, you know, I'm just going to have to step down because I'm not going to apologize again. Exactly. So that was his decision or whatnot. So the quote that he uh, tweeted was I have made the choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars this is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from my past I'm sorry that I hurt people I am evolving and want to continue to do so so that's the the apology explanation whatever you want to call it that came after he stepped down and all that so it's, it's just kind of interesting that he already said, oh, I'm not apologizing. Y'all need to leave me alone. And then he I'm not feeding the show. And then you yep. apologize after stepping down. So exactly. I, I'm kind of I was kind of confused about all of this because it, it, it was asked backwards. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point of you stepping down was because you were standing your ground and you're not going to bend. However, to the white then, man, then, then he the bends over, pulls down his pants. And allows them to do whatever they want with him by not and only he spread a, his butt cheeks and not, too while he was down there. Not only um, by apologizing, but by then issuing a heartfelt, empathetic apology to the other people to the LGBT community about you know his remarks and how he has nothing against them. Which I think you know, not only do you lose respect from the LGBT community, LGBT community, but you also lose respect from people. For the fact that you're going to lie about your views. Because your views didn't change overnight. His hmm. views have not changed overnight. His views, his outward views rather, have not changed overnight. Because if that was the case, he would have been recanted his statement. Yet he's only recanting it because he was told to do so. And before he's able to actually, you know, perform at the Oscars. So, you know, obviously it's not heartfelt. Obviously it's not sincere. And the fact that he would go as far to do it with the intention of making others believe that he was sincere, you know, it's just pretty much was a waste of time in my eyes. I felt as though, one, I didn't accept it. Two, I thought it was bullshit. He's only doing it so he can continue at the Oscars or so he can continue with whatever other chances or any other opportunities that were going to be given to him. I agree with you. He wasn't sincere about the apology. He wasn't... He also, I don't think he understands like how detrimental his words were. I yeah. understand this was years ago. You weren't as big of a, a, a star back in the day yeah. or whatnot. But the point is, okay, fine. But still, you should have apologized and you should have been willing to do so. It shouldn't have been this tug of war and, mm-hmm. you know, having to, to rip eyelashes off yeah. and make it such a painful 
experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should have immediately, oh my gosh, like this ish is hitting the fan. Let yeah. me nip this in the bud. Let me come forward. And you know, a lot of the LGBT folks that were speaking on it was really highlighting the disappointment in him not taking on the right role mm-hmm. because it could have been an opportunity to bring awareness, to bring unity. Well, I disagree and, with that. And you stuff know. like that. I'm against that. Like, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm against you. that. No, it's because one, I just want to make this known. I do not support the LGBT community. I know there are a lot of people. I apologize. You know, I'm not going to apologize, but I understand there are some followers that may be in that lifestyle, and I don't support it. However, just because I don't support it does not mean that I'm going to be disrespectful to other people that are in that lifestyle. Right. It's not for me to judge. It's not for me to, you know decide whether or not you know it's okay or it should be accepted it's something that i personally don't accept and in me personally not accepting it i'm not harming anyone i'm not causing any ill will in anyone and i think that that should be respected with that being said i truly believe that he should not have had to apologize if he sincerely felt that you know obviously you know being two men being together or two women being together is gay and it's wrong and he decided to make comments about it um, I don't think you should have he should have to apologize for that because right. one apologizing for something is when you did not know it was wrong, and then you realize that it's wrong, and then you honestly feel as oh wow I did something wrong now I know it's wrong and now I feel truly sorry. Right, but I think the main issue is that the tweets that he was putting out there was like joking tweets that were condescending that yeah, were just but it he, wasn't about hey this is my my thoughts on you know well that um, well here's my thing i i know homosexual i believe that i believe that education moment or yeah i'm asking a question well for i a do friend. i do believe like, that they i believe that a lot of these particular comedians they talk about specific subjects because there are subjects that are close to home. There's subjects that they actually feel pretty strongly about. And I believe yeah. that he does feel pretty strongly about the gay community, which is why he feels so he feels which is so why comfortable he's made so talking many jokes about, about it. it. Yeah, because he feels comfortable in his belief about the gay community, which is why he then jokes about it. It's like a racist white person. They make jokes about a black people about True. black people. Why? Because they feel comfortable about it and because they actually do have an opinion and they use their their jokes to express their opinion. So I believe in this case, you know, just kind of to you know, hit it on the head. I think, um, I think he should have. I think he should have handled the situation better. Yeah. I think that he should have. Um, he should not have apologized for what he said. Um, but I do think that he should have um, made other people aware that he understands that what he said was obviously offensive to other people. But to also make them aware that you know we live in a democracy, and the beauty of a democracy is that we can speak on how we feel. And unless it's actually physically harming someone, or it's or he's intentionally harming a specific person, then I don't see what the problem is. It's not as though, in, in on top of it, it was in a funny kind of way you know what i mean it wasn't as though he he really intentionally was trying to harm a particular gay or lgbt person i think it was just in a funny way comedy is offensive and degrading when you go to a comedy show they may pick on you and they may make jokes about you now you may be a mature person and realize this is just simply a fun environment where jokes are going to be made and they may say something that may hurt my feelings but it's all in fun we should take the same approach in regards to what he said and i truly believe just to kind of hone down on the question whether or not he should have handled the situation differently, yes. He should have stated the fact that he wasn't sorry for what he said, but he does understand that his actions have impacted others and it has caused others to feel differently towards him. With that being said, he should rather bring awareness to the fact and just 
to reiterate the fact this was in a comedy setting. This was in a, on a comedy platform. You know, this it's not like as though he was saying it with not everybody knows he's a comedian. So anything that he says is going to be on pretty much a comedy platform. So you can't take what he's saying to heart. And I think really the reason why he's receiving so much backlash is because there are either other men that he's been dealing with or you know other um particular people that are in high powers of of hollywood that basically told him you know we know what you do and we know that secretly you are have you have been involved in men and in order for you to perform at our show you're going to either have to submit or step down and i think that's the only reason why he you know asked because he made a very quick change within a 24-hour period. He went from not caring to all of a sudden now he's making two videos of postings where he's apologizing for his actions. And I sincerely think that there's a lot more to him that we don't know. And there's a secret life of him that we're not aware of or that the public's not made aware of. But whoever is aware of it made him aware that he is he could possibly or potentially be exposed if he didn't follow the agenda. I think he is down low. I think in, he's been in movies, he's said a lot of jokes. He, he throws shade at the LGBT community, but I believe that he himself, you know, I, I believe he does have sex with men or he has had sexual relationships with men because of how comfortable he is in roles or in castings where he, you know, plays a man that could possibly go both ways. I believe that he is a homosexual. I believe that there are people that are in high po positions of power who have either summoned him for sex or that he has either been in sexual relationships with to get to where he is because we all know how Hollywood works. That you, is true. Hollywood, I don't care how pretty you are. I don't care how talented, talented you are. You are going to submit to what these people want that run Hollywood. And, and that's just how Oftentimes it, it is sexual related. And usually it is know? sexual. That's how they keep, that's how they puppet you because they tell you, well, I have a secret recording of you having sex with another woman and you're a woman. Or I have a secret recording of you having sex with another man and you're a man. And they threaten and you're you. Supposed well, to be straight. you're supposed <laughs> to be straight. What if all your fans find out? Now you're not going to have any fans. So now they threaten you with that. And now yeah. you're consistently in this psychotic cycle of just doing whatever they want, being whoever they want you to be on whatever day, and going through this life where you are not yourself. You're basically owned by them. And I think, sadly enough to say it, that Kevin Hart is experiencing that. You know, look at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle has talked about this. Hmm. Dave Chappelle has now you, there are a lot of things you can't find on the internet anymore because he exposed a lot of people he right. even had to go into hiding because of it but Dave Chappelle talks about the comedians and the actors who end up playing female roles and why they do it and what happens to them and what happens behind closed doors so you know we have black people in the industry who have told us about it now whether we want to believe it or not that's up to us you know you can either label me a conspiracy yeah. theorist or you know you can kind of look at it for what it is but i truly believe the only reason why he asked for quote-unquote forgiveness is because he was aware that he was about to be outed in this this image that he worked so hard to create was literally about to crash down on him within a 24-hour period. And wow. that is why he rushed to say, okay, guys, I'm sorry. You know, his whole tune changed. I mean, mine would too. I have a multi-million dollar deal going on for me. 
and if I just sit here and say, well, you know, an apology, I'm going to be able to keep it versus if I stand my ground, not only am I going to be outed as being a down low guy, but also I'm going to lose my fans, my credibility. Hell no. You're going to go with the ladder and say, I'll say the apology. Hmm, You know, and that's that's interesting. That's what fame does to you. He is still trying to adapt to being an A-list celebrity, which I can understand because he's always been just been a comedian, but now he's an actor. Now he's now he's now he's, a, now he's yeah. a musician, you know? He yeah, made a song with a, Trey Song. So now he's a business owner. He has it, the Laugh Out Loud Comedy exactly. Network, so this, Sirius XM Radio. Exactly. So channel. with that with that, that with that being yeah. said, you know, he's really trying to adapt to being an A-list celebrity. And part of being an A-list celebrity is realizing that you do not go on social media and directly to respond to anyone or anything. Especially so, like you, you said, just so don't, hastily. Exactly. And like, I say, come you just, on, let this sink in because, for a minute. Because it kind of makes people think, is he a celebrity or is he a follower? Because how right. would he know what's going on if he has all these things going for him that he's been reporting and all these, you know, interviews and all these things that he's been having that's been covering, you know, basically his come up. How does he have time to literally respond to something that fast? Right. You know, usually he'll, they'll have Where's somebody... Where's the PR team? Like... Exactly. Which kind of makes you think, what kind of celebrity is this? You yeah. know? And it kind of... It, kind of it was takes, a bad move. It was. You I'm know, sure he regrets it. He I does. Think. And I, I highly doubt, you know, in the future, he's going to respond so hastily. It's just... It was just... It just... One, it wasn't tactful. Two, it wasn't professional. No one professional responds that quick. And you always do something in writing because when you start saying things... Usually you, you go off, you know, what you're supposed to be saying. It's always better to just submit something in writing. It's clear, it's concise, and, you know, it just ends it. I think he was better off seeing that he wanted to apologize anyway. He was just better off apologizing. The fact that he went on there said that he wasn't going to, and then he went back on there and said that he was, honestly, he just lost all my respect. So yeah, as a man and as a black man that I look up to, as I look up to black men, as strong, grounded individuals, to me, that's a weak black man. That's not someone that I want my son to follow. If I had children, I don't have children, by the way. But if I did, <laughs> just for any single men, if there are any single men out there, I hey. don't have, I don't have children. So y'all anyway. make sure y'all get at her. Yes. She's gonna give her social media. I will. Don't worry. Info at the end, but so you know, as, up, as a woman her. that exactly, but as a woman that looks up to black men, I want a strong, grounded black man. I want a man that says what he means and means what he says. That takes his time to think about the words that he says and how exactly i don't want a man that's easily thwarted because of someone saying that they're going to take away one of his dreams okay because if you believe in god and if you believe that there is a being out there that is more powerful than any human being on this earth then you'll realize there is no human being on this earth that can stop your blessing but you and i think that kevin hart again he's just trying to learn how to be this a-list celebrity and this is just a part of one of you know one of those things on his stepping stones that he has to just you know get past so hopefully he'll be able to get past it personally for me it's a dud i just don't trust him anymore you done um, with him yeah i'm done with him pretty much (laughs) i just it's a lot of things that he's been doing but this was just like yeah kevin you're just all over the place you're trying to get yourself together and you just don't stand for anything you know and even more so than that you're just not honest there's a, yeah. I mean, between my president being dishonest and between all these other things, the last thing I want to do is for my comedian to be dishonest. I mean, your only job, you can be honest and make people laugh. I mean, that's your job, right. you know, but for you to lie about something like that, it's just, you know. 
Yeah, and you know. to be tap dancing, as yeah. people say, you know, it's just disappointing. It like, is. like just using the videos on Instagram to complain and to vent, yeah. and then to come back around and you know say, what do y'all want from me and this and that. It it didn't look good or whatnot. No, Another celebrity that decided to use social media and to put a video out to express how she felt was Cardi B when oh, she that's right. broke up with Offset. That's you know, right. Which, that's I right. just have to clap it up for that. Yeah. Shout out to Cardi B. You know, she she made a tough decision in basically walking away from this relationship. And mm-hmm. every it was so many reactions on social media. It was just hilarious to yeah. kind of go through it. But some people, a lot of people, were like, "Is this really a surprise?" Like, yeah. we, we, I was just waiting to see when it was gonna happen. Yeah. Some people were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they need to get back together. I'm like, yeah. y'all is crazy. Um, yeah, so Offset is a serial cheater. He's been like this from day one. Forever. Forever. It's disgusting. Cardi boys. It is disgusting. It really is. And I guess, I don't know what Cardi B's mentality was when they started dating. And well, at the time. got married. I think she thought she could change Well, him. she's a clout chaser. Cardi B is a stripper hoe, a clout chaser. I don't care. So we have an anti-Cardi B fan. Actually, I am. Actually. <laughs> Actually, you know, I have to say, I'm not a hater. I don't hate on anyone. I don't judge anyone. I just state the facts. She herself has come out and has come out and said that she goes after men that has money and she finds way to choose them to, 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 to not choose them, but to, you know, seek them and get what she wants and to trick them. She made a video on how to trick a man. And she was tricking Offset. You know, I'm not... Well, wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause. How is she tricking Offset when she was the more established artist, when she was ma- is making more money than... She is the bigger artist when However, they got together. Here's no... Despite the fact that he is a part of a huge, successful hip-hop group Migos yeah taking offset individually and just breaking my him down yeah Cardi B they were on the same level playing field actually year. actually and she's actually bigger than him actually point, he was opinion. slightly bigger than her than Cardi B you have to remember Cardi B was big to us here because one I think sometimes we do forget Cardi B comes from New York right. so we're always gonna see more about her hear more about her because she's simply from New York and that's right close to home now if you talk about her to someone that's in Idaho, someone that's in California, someone that's in Texas, they may be like, okay, maybe she was on Love and Hip Hop, but I haven't heard nothing about her since then. You know, but if you ask somebody up here, we're like, yeah, she was in Rhode Island the other day, or she was in, you know, New York, or she was in New Jersey. But I, you know, I kind of feel like, yeah, she's doing this. I feel as though Cardi B was tricking off. Cardi B started tricking off Offset. The whole reason for their their relationship as I say and again this is my theory you know I I miss psychology I have my own theory on the psychology as to why people do what they do I believe that she was with him to promote herself and she did that when she so he he wasn't with her to promote himself this is all I believe I believe that I believe that he I believe he accepted he accepted her being with him because he realized that she was about to blow up and I think he also realized that in the media and in the, the music industry, if that train is flying by, you better find a way to jump on it any way you can. And I think okay. that the fact that it, the opportunity presented itself, whether they were brought together, whether they were, which I think they were, they were both networked together because they both were trying to get to where they wanted to be. And they both were kind of on similar paths. Cardi B was maybe 
you know, a couple steps behind him. But yeah, she was for still, sure. But music she was, wise, I think music-wise, she was a couple yeah. steps behind him, but her momentum, her tenacity to get where she wanted to be was basically at the same speed as his. As, as his. Yeah. So I think in that, in that respect, bringing them two together made them both blow up even more so than they have ever blown up, more than they could have ever imagined. Um, with that being said, I honestly, to be honest, I think that this was more so an orchestrated relationship, more of like a business I relationship. I don't yeah. believe it was for love. Um, I don't believe it was for love at all. I'm just going to be honest. If you look at Cardi B's ex-boyfriend, he was absolutely handsome. Tommy, wherever you are, I hope you're doing okay. Um, I know you were in jail, but I hope you are out now because jail is not the place to be. But, <laughs> but Cardi B's, um, you know, her, her, her ex-boyfriend who name, whose name was Tommy, he was yeah. very attractive. I think he was Dominican and black. He was something. He was just fine. Fine black man. Anyway, um, she left him. She left him when yeah. she got famous. She made it publicly known. Um, well, she, she left talked him. a lot about how he was not very supportive well, he of her, her star rising, her no. career. Well, he he can't. And be... she just felt like she didn't have hit her him in her corner. Yeah. Like, well, here's he, he my wasn't thing. Really, here's he my wasn't thing. getting on board with how everything was was happening. Here's... Everything was building. I don't believe so that. Quickly. I really That's don't. That's what she said. Well, she, I think yeah. she has to say that to distance herself from him. She has to say something to make people think as though he's the villain and she's the one that's just trying to do better because. Any man that's coming from jail, in which he was for serving, serving for a felony crime, would want to jump on her bandwagon real quick because you know he knows she's gonna be making money, she knows she's gonna be successful. So the fact that she's saying that oh he was you know just doing all these other things, I don't believe that. I think in the end she knew that where she was going, he wasn't gonna be accepted. I think she knew that in the limelight, like Nicki Minaj, which we're gonna to get to later on in the segment. I think you know her people followers knowing that she was dating a felon you know, was going to seriously damage her career. And I think whoever was managing her kind of told her, like, listen, I know you love this guy, but you got to let him go. You know, you got to link up with someone else and make that power move. And I think that offset was that power move. I think they were brought together more as a business partnership. And they kind of said, hey, we're going to make everything because everything that they did was planned out, which is why I never really believed the whole love story thing, because they had already gotten engaged. But then there was a video of her acting like she was so brand new. And I'm like, if she can act this brand new for an engagement video where she was already engaged weeks prior, what else have we been, you know, duped to thinking was, was, was new? So I don't really think this relationship was real to begin with. I think it was more of, again, a business partnership. Um, they both knew where they were trying to get, and they both knew that they, think they can get there even faster by being together, um, like Kylie and Travis. You know, I think they kind of just took up after that role. They saw, hey, they obviously have extremely good management. I don't know how they found their management, but they have very good management. They have very good people on their team that basically mastermind their come up. And they're exactly doing what exactly, you know, their management obviously told them to do and it's working. Um, so. Well, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 fabulous. I love the way you broke everything down, especially yeah. between Offset and Cardi. I definitely totally agree that this started as a business partnership. Yeah. It, it was clear as day. There was yeah. no, there's no masking it. It was it was blatant, it was yeah. blaring. But I do think as the the their time progressed and as the year progressed, I do think strong, real feelings start to develop. Especially I can't speak for offset because he just he just be doing too much. But from Cardi's side, you know, I really feel like it started off as this is what this is the purpose of this. You know, this is gonna be your man or whatever. You guys are gonna blow up together, you're gonna make music together, you're gonna be like that it hip hop couple, like, like 
Jay-Z you know, yeah, Jay Z and Beyonce, yeah. like Meek and Nicki when yeah. they were together. Like, so, and of course, Cardi's about making that money. Yeah. Offset ain't stupid. Like, he, they, Migos grinds, you know yeah. what I mean? So, anything that's a good business idea, they're not going to turn it down. But I do think as time went on, they started spending time together. They, you know, everyone's loving them together. I think her feelings really did start to grow for her. And she started to really, start to really think seriously, like, I think I can commit to this. I really like this guy. I really think, I think he's fine. I find him attractive. Tommy's in jail. Like, that's behind me. That's in my past. Like, I'm on a new wave right now, and I can't stop this moving train. Yeah. So I think eventually she was down with her feelings for him, and it was becoming very real. I think on his end, he was still kind of like, yeah, you cool, but I'm still going to be fucking around. Like, yeah. ain't shit changed. So I think there was definitely a shift. They yeah. started off on the same playing field, the same mindset, the, the same understanding. Yeah. But at some point in time, Cardi started getting in her feelings, started of seeing course. him differently, and he was still moving yeah. the way they were supposed to be moving business-wise. So it became like a a shift, a, mm-hmm. a shift in their relationship. But we have to... And that's how they got to where they are today. Cardi B has gotten so much wisdom since being in the music industry and she's talked about it you know to a certain extent she can't tell us everything but she realizes how the music industry works she realizes about the fake love she knows about the fake news she knows about all this stuff now and i think now she just kind of realizes like hey like i just and like she said she's gonna keep going to the top and she just doesn't want to you know she doesn't want to go back to where she used to be and i think that's why cardi b kind of broke it off with him i think they're gonna get back together they have a brand new newborn daughter together. Yeah. Um, and I just think that, you know, that's what people don't want to see it, but people do kind of want to see it. You know, as much as people don't want her to go back, they kind of do want her to go back. So yeah. I, I think that eventually they're going to get back together. It may, it may be before the year's end. It may not be. Um, but I think this album really has a really big play on whether or not they get back together, depending on the sales, depending on how many people are buying the story. You know, people buy the story, then they're going to get back together and give them the fairytale ending. If they don't, then what's the point? Because, again, they're already in a contracted marriage. It's not like they're in it for love. You know, so right. everything that they do is from a business perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's pretty much, you know, why, why he's kind of doing what he's doing but to answer your question I don't I I, I don't think they're going to get a divorce they're going to stay together yeah it's unfortunate I would like to see them go their separate ways but like you said financially and from a music standpoint popularity standpoint it's it makes more sense for them to stay together than for them to go apart this is why Jay-Z and Beyonce ultimately are sticking it out. It, oh yeah, they're <laughs> you know, gonna because stay together. It, it, it's it's just finance. It's more business sound for them to stay as a mogul couple instead of separating everything. Exactly. So yeah, I think you know she's gonna take him back. Maybe she'll try to drag it out, make it seem like you know, oh she made him work his ass off for yeah. whatever the narrative is gonna be. Somehow they're gonna come back together. My only hope is that Offset. I hope you learned a lesson to not be just out here yeah. you know just dirty just yeah. out here like no shame whatsoever i hope that he learns that he tries to be more faithful but once again i don't have high expectations because it's in his dna if exactly. a guy's gonna cheat and that's what their their mo is there's really nothing that will change that so i feel like he's exactly. gonna continue to cheat 
She's going to continue to look stupid, look embarrassed. She's going to be shamed. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, okay, like, just like with T.I. and Tiny, it's like, it's just a, a very unhealthy it's a cycle. vicious cycle. Very unhealthy, vicious cycle. And I'm just like, is she ever going to get divorced from him at any point? Exactly. Or is she just stuck in this hot-ass mess? You know, honestly, it's probably cheaper to stay together than it would be to separate. You yeah. know, so if you look at it that way from a, again from a business perspective, they're probably gonna stay together. And it's harder to co-parent than it is to oh, be, certainly, you certainly. know, in a healthy, like married, exactly. you know, relationship. Oh yeah. Being parents, raising the kids, co-parenting is a lot more challenging. Some yeah. people just don't want to have to deal with that. They just you don't. Know? Yeah, it's, it's a lot more work, and it's just not as it's not. You can't really you can't really facilitate a cohesive, you know, family. Um, environment, you know, without, you know, when you are co-parenting, it's always easier to have both parents in the home. It just sets a precedence for the children to see that, okay, my mother's here, my father's here, you know, I have my family living with me versus my mommy lives here and she does whatever she wants to do and my daddy lives here and he does whatever he wants to do. So it kind of helps a child learn, you know, how adults respect one another and are able to live in the same house together. And I think, you know, the fact that they were even discussing co-parenting, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a really good thing for her image as well, because yeah. she's trying to change her image from a stripper hoe to this mom and this responsible person. So I don't think being a single mom is going to be something that's going to really, you know, look too well on her, which is why, again, I don't exactly, everything. which is why, yeah. again, I don't think she's going to divorce him. Yeah, I don't I don't think the divorce is going to happen anytime soon, which is why I'm really hoping that this has been a, a very clear wake up call for yeah. Offset that you could lose her. You could have lost her. Exactly. You didn't. And she ain't going nowhere. But exactly. at the same time, like people are on to you. Like yeah. and if you continue to do her dirty, you will lose fans. And guess what? That F's up Migos yep. money and your cousins. Quavo and Takeoff are not going to be happy nope. if you're messing up the money for the Damn group. Right. So it, it's going to be a lot of pressure on him exactly. for him to change his cheating ass ways. Exactly. And I, hope, I hope he does that. I hope he does that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because Cardi see. is, you know, she's continuing, her star is continuing to get brighter and brighter. And it's evident in the Grammy nominations that she got. She got five oh, of them. that's true. She <laughs> so, she got five Grammy nominations. We're going to talk about the 2019 uh, Grammy nominations and a lot of snubs yeah. that happened this year. Um, well. So, yeah, let's get into that. So, record of the year is uh, I Like It, mm-hmm. uh, Cardi B, The Joke, Brandy Carlisle, This Is America, Childish Gambino, God's Plan, Drake, Shallow, Lady Gaga, all of the stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. So for record of the year, do you have an opinion on who you think is going to take this home? Um, honestly, I think it's going to be pretty much a tie between God's plan and I like it. Hmm. Good choice. Yeah, Good I choice. think I think that, um, you know, uh, Brandy Charlie, I've heard of him, but not necessarily. Lady Gaga, her song was more so for a movie. Um, it did have some impact as an individual song, but I'm not really hearing a lot of talk about that. All the stars, Kendrick Lamar, I've, I, I've heard some talk, but not that much. And then This Is America. This Is America, you know, it's just, it's too strong for an award of that caliber, you know, because if he receives that award. Too socially conscious. Yeah, it's just too yeah. strong. It's, it's just too, it's too, it's, it's 
It is. And I, I don't think that Hollywood is ready to accept someone as socially conscious as him and, or to give him a platform as and or to the give him the biggest of the award of the, of you know, the Grammys. Because to yeah. have a record of the year, that means that pretty much your record is the most important record in the entire musical industry. And even though I think it should win and that it is the most groundbreaking record, unfortunately, because of you know, Grammys being the a white powers that be, the powers that be, <laughs> the, the academy, the panel, or whatever, the voting committee being yeah. predominantly white, and how this is all political. Of course, they're not going to allow him, even though Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover <clears throat> is a Hollywood darling. He People is. do love him. Like, yeah, they you know do. what I mean? Like, he's he's within all the right circles yeah, because of is. his work as an actor, director, writer, and all that. But the message that he's conveying in This Is America is, it's like you said, it's too, it's too strong. It yeah. makes, you know, that group um, that's quite um, fair-skinned, it makes them it feel very uncomfortable. It does, and, it would, and so. it would basically, it would be sending a message to them that this is America and that we are willing to accept the challenge of change. And they're not white Americans ain't ready for that. So I highly doubt that's going to be the record of the year. But I do think that I like it. And I think that God's plan has a really has a good fighting chance. I think I like it has a really good chance. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with between I like it and all the stars just because of how huge Black Panther was. Oh, yeah, that's true. Last year. And that was a really big song. Like, yeah. you know, Kendrick Lamar says, uh, like, they but, did a, a phenomenal job producing oh, that yeah, entire album or yeah. whatnot. It was a huge phenomenon. So, but I, I have a good feeling. I really think Cardi B may take home. I like it. So, yeah. album of the year, Invasion of Privacy. By the way, um, I forgive you, uh, Scorpion, Her, and then Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone, Dirty Computer, Janelle Monae, uh, Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves, and Black Panther soundtrack. So this is like a really jam-packed yeah really it has a, basically all all genres yeah this is this is tough yeah. like first of all i just want to talk about some of the nominations that is a big win her yeah that's a big wow win. yeah like, she's really good she's amazing yeah. and she's like you know a pretty new artist she you is know? she's a brand new well she's not brand new but she's new yeah. enough yeah new enough in terms at least to mainstream she was just on the bt awards what, last year like I that know. was the first that i've seen of her yeah that i heard of her too yeah so i'm really happy for her you know and then um of course you know scorpion yeah, i i don't like that's not gonna win. That's not his best work. No. Um, so once I think, again, I think I don't know. I think he has a fighting chance. I he has a fighting chance, but he's I not. Think, the, he's not gonna win the fight, though. I don't know. He's I, in the ring fighting, but he ain't gonna win. I think he has a fighting chance because I have to say there has been a significant increase in the amount of white people that listen to Drake. And if we think about it, most of the people that vote are white people. That is true. So I, I like when I go to the gym, all I hear are white guys playing Drake. Like it's crazy. I'm like, what the hell? But I, I, I think Drake has a really good fighting chance for that simple reason that he has reached the the masses who actually vote for the Grammys. And I just don't people. think this is his strongest, his best work, especially. Well, I feel like the album was smudged by you know the whole Pusha T beef yeah. and. Well, I feel know, like it's not his like, best work because he wasn't. He didn't really touch on certain things that we wanted him to touch on, but that may help him win it because, you know, white people didn't want to hear about certain things. 
you know so he didn't really talk about more appealing it makes it more appealing to them you know so i I think he may win it for that simple reason childish gambino on the other not childish gambino um whose face is on there let's see here cardi b on the other hand i don't think so because cardi b pretty much is trying to sell to a different kind of audience yeah, but you know. honestly, it's it start her her journey started off selling obviously to the black audience yeah. and you know strippers whatever yeah, yeah. like like rappers and all that. But it has grown a lot, and has, this is true. why she even got a nomination. That's in true. This, it's because she is very mainstream at this point, that's and a lot true. of people have heard this. It was why well, they played Ellen music? Show, Oprah. Like yeah. it, it got so many reactions. Will Smith, like yeah. from all walks of of the entertainment industry so i don't think she's gonna win it just because but you have to understand too these same people are in bed with atlantic well you're aware of that i just want you to be aware of that because they all been attached to some atlantic was the one that produced um for 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 oprah what did they produce for oprah they produced her movie beloved Atlantic? Atlantic was a part of it. Really? Atlantic, Atlantic was a part of that movie. They everywhere. Let me tell you something. Atlantic they is about same, same thing with Will Smith. If you look at the people that supported her, they're the people that also support her label. Hmm. So I don't really think it was just such a coincidence. You know what and I mean? Once again, this just goes back to her amazing label and management I'm team. I'm telling right? you, if you get the it's, right people, it's, it's crazy. If you get the right people, you'll be set. And she yeah. has the right people in her corner. Like, know? no, she really does. I don't think she's gonna win album of the year. No, I, I mean, so I really think. Um, hmm. Uh, I have to say maybe Pulse Malone. I just feel like like that album got so much praise. Yeah. Like it was a good album. I'm not I I'm a fan of his, but I'm not like like you know what I mean, all over his yeah, no, junk or whatever. Like it was a good album, but it got a lot like a lot of recognition this year. So yeah. I think he has a good shot. Um yeah, I, that's what I'm gonna go with. And Drake, you know what I mean, yeah. just because they they love him at the Grammys. Okay, I'm just okay. happy that Janelle Monae got him. Now I love Janelle Monae. I know like, I like Janelle Monae too. Yeah, like and especially because this album was done independent. This is her first album that was independent. I and know. Her basically coming out, you know, yeah, you know, sexuality true. and her being in a relationship think with Tessa Thompson. I think like, this for was that, a big year for her. Yeah, I think for that she may actually she may actually make it big for that. That's true. They're because, right. Because they you, love Jamel Monet. And you know that we have a real, the LGBT community is just a gaining a lot of, of support. Shows. And it's a really big part of life in general in America. So I think seeing that she is the first, you know, African American woman to actually come out. We know Clint Tifa, but like to actually come out, right? You know, and Clint then also Tifa still hasn't yeah, come out exactly. Formally. No, yeah. no, she hasn't. But then to actually like you know, I think she may have a, a fighting chance. That may give her an edge. Yeah, I think I it can may give her a really good that. edge. I think it may. Definitely see that song of the year. All of the stars: Kendrick and SZA, Boot Up, LMA, God's Plan, Drake, In My Blood, Shawn Mendes, The Joke, Brandy Carlile, The Middle, Zed. Shallow, Lady Gaga, and This Is America, Childish Gambino. Um, I would say God's Plan. Okay. I okay. think God's That's... Plan, definitely, yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to go with... Hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go with God's Plan, too. Yeah. I definitely think. Because so many people can relate to Or that All song. the Stars. I feel, like, I feel like All the Stars is going to take something home. It I don't is, know what it is, but... I don't is, know if but... it's going to take that. 
I I mean I think between God's plan it's gonna be between those two. Yeah. All the stars God's plan. Um and then best R and B song, Boot Up, LMA Come Through and Chill, J. Cole, Feels Like Summer, Childish Gambino, Focus. I love her. that song. Which one? Feels like summer. Oh yeah. I My love favorite. the video. Yeah, so I love deep. it. It gives me like that when I first heard it, it gave me kinda of like that Marvin Gaye kind of feel. Yeah. I got that kind of like that Marvin Gaye time era kind of feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and that it has Brooklyn. such a deep message. If yeah. you like watch a video, you watch like people that react to the video to yeah. break down. Like it's so conscious. You, you like it's crazy how yeah. he produces the stuff because you could literally listen to it and just enjoy it. it like, yeah, I loved it level. when I first heard but it. People, I loved it. I yeah. fell in love. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, I love that song too. Yeah. And then also, yeah, so focus her long as I live. Tony Braxton. So hey. for this one. I'm gonna go with boot up. I'm gonna go with feels like summer. Okay. Yeah, I think I think boot up. LMA has had such a but huge I think year. boot up because I don't hear I don't hear feels like summer on the radio at all. Right. It was yeah, kind of like I think it's gonna be boot up. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Best rap performance. Be careful. Cardi B. Nice for what? Drake. King's Dead. Kendrick Lamar. Bubbling. Anderson Pac. Sicko Mode. Travis Scott. Best rap performance. Oh, that's a good one. That is. I don't know. I think maybe Travis Scott. No, I'm going with Travis Scott for sure. I think I'm going with Travis yeah, Scott. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see anybody else winning Me this. Me neither. Because it's rap performance. Yeah. So, I like, first Travis. of all, the video is sick. Like, yeah. his tour, all I keep hearing is that this tour is crazy. Yeah. He has, like, the, the you know, roller coaster on oh, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a whole theatric amusement park style, yeah. you know, show. Oh, okay. Then, so, yeah, He definitely. has all the merchandise. And it's, like... It's really like his tour has done really well. So yeah. and he's been number one, like So yeah, we're gonna go with that one. And then um best rap album. This is gonna be this is what everybody's gonna be waiting for. I know. Invasion of Privacy, Swimming, Mac Miller, Victory Lap, Nipsey Hustle, Daytona, Pusha T, Astro World, Travis Scott. I, I like this category. I like this a lot. I feel like they they have artists that we never would expect to get nominated. Yeah, the work is so dope. Well, Mac Miller got it because he died. Yes, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. That is really a good album. Have you listened to it? No, I haven't. You should listen. It's really, really yeah, it's really good. I was like, wow, he really. Because I used to listen to him like when he was like back on MTV yeah. and stuff, like when he was still younger yeah. or whatever, like. Watching the TV it's with the so sound turned off what happened or whatever. To that boy. Oh. It's no, it's it's really, it's crazy. It's sad. Um, I think he may win. Obviously, not because of sympathy, but just because it really was a good album. And yeah. Just with the outpour of support and love that came out after his passing or whatnot. Yeah. But I'm just happy to see nominations from other art, even though you know they're not gonna win. But seeing like Nipsey Hussle and yeah, Dave, and, uh, I was surprised team. to see Nipsey Hussle. He's been pretty quiet lately, you know. Yeah. So I was pretty surprised for that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like this album, Victory Lap. I guess it's like a big deal like yeah, i think so too he's been so much on the underground circuit for so many years yeah. like this is his first album i guess on his own label yeah he you know made money off of it yeah. and all of that so but i listened to it it was actually really, really good too yeah oh, okay. i was like oh, okay because yeah. i don't really follow him like that yeah, but I, I kept hearing about the album so i listened you to probably it listen to it okay yeah it's good um 
Daytona was really good too. But yeah, Kanye as crazy as he is, he oh, did a good job. He with did. The, Kanye did a pretty the, good job with his album. I'll give him that. Yeah, with the albums this summer. Um, so let's talk about who got snubbed. Mm-hmm. So I know I have the, the names here, but did, did anybody come to mind like without? Like when you saw the nominations or heard about it, did anybody come to mind that you're like, the damn? First person I thought of, honestly, Nicki Minaj. Me too. I, I mean, yeah. she kind of gave us not a choice but to think of her because she was constantly broadcasting. She's the best female hip hop rap artist and all this stuff. And just to kind of hear her go back and forth with Cardi B and kind of like throw her title around and then to see her not nominated in any category kind of made me think like, wow, she definitely got snubbed. But not only that, her music is just not up to par. You know, I think she's still, when I listen to her songs, I think she's still stuck in that Starships era and she's trying to come out. Remember her, her album Starships? I think she's still trying to come out of that. Like sometimes or Pink she, Friday. Yeah, yeah, I think she's just, you know, I don't think she realizes that people just don't want to be Barbies. You know, women don't want to be Barbies. You have young women who are 13 and 14 years old who want to be grown women. And Cardi B gives them that. She yeah. gives them like that. You can be a grown-ass bitch. You can be a grown-ass woman. Whereas, you know, Nicki Minaj is like Barbie this, Barbie that. These young girls, these young girls are wearing a full face of makeup nowadays contour and everything that's what real women do and cardi b gives them the music to feel good about that and i feel like you know Nicki minaj just doesn't do that and i think that's she got she just got snubbed because of one the way that she acted towards kylie and travis you cannot disrespect the kardashian expect to survive i'm sorry and that's why she came so she she went so far as to try to like give kim a shout out when she was i guess giving somebody an award um oh when she remember that the, yeah the, uh, she was like you know like your damage control is too 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 late sis i'm sorry yeah but i i, I don't know I, I think she definitely got snubbed i think um you know ariana grande I didn't hear anything about her you know which yeah. i was surprised and which is surprising. i don't know if it yeah. was because of what happened with her and mac miller and how things ended and it was just I don't, I don't know. think it has anything to do with that. If anything, that should be more of a reason that they should have nominated her. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, like, it's kind of I was like wondering. A, a question mark, like, yeah. what happened? I was wondering she about had that. a big year. She you know, did. God is a Woman, the Sweetener album was but when I listened, highly praised. But when I, listened, when I listened to her entire album, I just, you I don't know. You weren't feeling it? I wasn't feeling it. I really skipped through a lot of songs. Um... And I, I just heard maybe one or two songs I really liked, and those were the ones that were on the radio. I know mm-hmm. it's a good album when I like the songs that aren't even big on the radio. You know, right. that's how I know you have a good album. Um, but in her case, I just, I didn't like any of them. They just, you know, I don't know. There just was no meaning behind them. Then just her voice, I just wasn't really feeling it. So, hmm, I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised she didn't make it. Only under the pretense about Mac Miller and how they were together and how she did dedicate a couple songs to, you know, that situation that she went through. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, um, obviously, I, I was really surprised, you know, that Nikki didn't get any nominations. I, I definitely think she was snubbed. I definitely think she should have got at least one or two. I want her to go into the new year, like, erasing a lot of her old habits and just yeah. trying to start anew anybody can t- can change exactly. anybody can do it That's you know true. and i feel like she's so talented and she has so much wisdom she's child of god all of that like she has so much talent for it to 
it, it shouldn't go to waste, you know. She is loved by so many. She has so many fans, so many yeah, people that respect does. her and all that. And she just needs to get to a place where she has <laughs> says like, well, "I'm I a think, new Nikki." Well, like I think this she, is that I think was the needs, past. I think Let's she needs, move forward. She really needs to you focus know? on herself. She focuses too much energy on other people. Very she true. really does. Like she's too old to be doing that. She's too old. Why are you focusing focusing on other people, sis? Like, I feel like yeah. She's. I feel like she hasn't got out of that cash money phase. You know, it's not everybody else's fault why you are where you are. It's your fault. She spoke out against Ken, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. She spoke out against you know. She's just Cardi. She, she needs to just stay off social media. I think she needs yeah. to really just if she stayed because she used to. Well, she was on that three-month hiatus. Yeah. And it, it was a good It, it was. was. I feel like if she yeah. just stays off of social media, she'll go back to her original position in the spotlight. If she doesn't, people will... Because my thing is this. Once the celebrity starts getting on social media and got time to respond to people and go through comments... And just I'm being good. extra. You're not like a celebrity anymore. every little thing. Yeah. My thing is, like, you're not a celebrity anymore. There's no way you could be a celebrity. Because if you were a celebrity, you would not have time to be doing this. Like... Who has your phone? Somebody else should be responding to your messages, not you. You know, it kind of makes you think, like, what is this person doing? Like, you know, are they a celebrity or are they just kind of, like, you know, falling out? So, I don't know. I I honestly feel like Nicki Minaj, she needs to focus on herself. She yeah. needs to get off social media. She needs to lose some weight because she's been sitting home eating. And she just, she just, she really looks like she has a lot of water retention. You know, she needs <laughs> She needs to lay off the salty foods. Now, I know because I'm Caribbean too. We love our plantains with yeah. salt. And we love our rice and beans and all our other stuff. But I think she really like she really needs to just do a whole cleanse. Cleanse her body. Cleanse her, her mind, body, and soul. She yeah. needs a full cleanse. Detox. I agree 1,000%. She you needs know. a detox. She needs to clear her mind. She needs to, to get back to some sort of humble way of thinking mm-hmm. you know nobody is too big for anything nobody no. is exempt like anybody can fall from That's their right. good graces and that is what she's experiences here i think she for a long time was like i'm untouchable like invincible i'm the queen like i run this shit i'm at the top of the mm-hmm. billboard charts my i'm the highest uh selling female uh uh artist yep. rap artist like, that's never going to change. Yeah. Like, I've come into this game. I've worked my ass off. I've been here 10 years. Why would that change yeah. now? So I really think she got into the mindset where it's like every year, it's like she yeah. can do whatever she wants. People love her. That's they're true. buying up her stuff. They're they're waiting on the edge of their seats to see what she's going to do next. And then all of a sudden, lo yeah. and behold, surprise, surprise, some chick come out of the woodwork yeah. and happens to be... A pretty big deal. Yeah. And she did not she did not respond to it well at yeah. all. She did not take it well. And that's fine. Yeah. We all make mistakes. We all do things but that we come back from them and we but learn from them. This is there's the thing called the rise, the fall, and the rise again when mm-hmm. it comes to celebrities. She has risen to I mean t- the the a pinnacle that so many people will never reach. Yeah. But she has now fallen. But now I'm looking forward to the Her rise again, the yeah. comeback. And it's going to be very crucial how she reacts from this year. She cannot continue doing the nonsense and the buffoonery that yeah. she's been doing all year. I still have faith, you know, I'm, I'm still going to ride with her or whatnot. I'm only critical because I know she can do better. She oh, deserves yeah. better. She should act better. Exactly. That's where, so all my criticism that I've had and my feelings come from a good place. Yeah. And I'm still going to be a fan, you know. I mean, <laughs> I just hope, you know, that the, the rise, 
will be coming, you know, in her favor. So, yeah. Um, yeah so those are all the um, the uh, nominations and I all know. that. So we're gonna get into the next segment. This okay. should be interesting. <laughs> Opinions, advice, and experiences on real-life topics. Listen up. It's time for Couch Conversation. All right. So next segment is uh, Couch Conversation. And uh, we are going to be discussing real briefly on the popular hashtag relationship goals. Woo! <laughs> Yes. Relationship is, goals. Ooh, well, what do you define a as a relationship? Lot. Well, what I define as a relationship in, in love or, you know, whatnot is being exclusive mm-hmm. to someone else, being committed to one person. That's mm-hmm. what I consider a relationship when you are, you know, committed and and on a journey with one other person, okay. you know, and that's basically what a relationship is and, and willing to put in the work to build that relationship yeah. to get something out of it to contribute you know to the relationship to learn things yeah. from each other you know and ju- just be honest be faithful you know and be willing to put in the work you yeah. know i think that's probably the most important thing is understanding that relationship equals work there's that's no true. oh it's just so cute and yeah that's i true. mean we just love love is just love and yeah, it's just no. the answer that you know it's work like yeah. if you are trying to you know go to work and you clock in but you just sit there and don't do nothing yeah. you will get fired like maybe not that day maybe not even in the first week but basically, people are watching and they see, like, she ain't doing shit. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to give her a warning or whatever. Like, yeah, you'll get, there are know. repercussions for not putting in the work. And All the, the same thing with relationships. Like, if you want to get into something and say, like, oh, like, everybody else has to work hard at the relationship. But mine, like, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's yeah. going to work out just fine. Like, it's probably going to burn to flames. Like, oh, yeah, it you is. Know? It's not going to last. There's going to yeah. be no longevity in it. No longevity. It's going to, you know, like, basically just falter. It's going to get weakened. It's going to be constant holes being poked yeah. into it and, and stuff like that. And then people coming into it as well. Yeah, yeah. And when, when your relationship can be easily penetrated or yeah. attacked, and there's no, it's not bulletproof. Yeah. It's very difficult to continue with that relationship. Um, but yeah, with the hashtag relationship goals, you know, it's it's cute. I mean, you know, it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram. Like, if you just type in relationship goals, you see, you know, all types, <laughs> all types of stuff. I know. Like, cute images, videos. Like, I mean, it's really, you get everything on the spectrum if you ride in the car with me at night you're loyal because to be honest i really can't see in the dark i just be <laughs> winging it laughing my ass off <laughs> um, so this is relationship goals so what is relationship goals to you like what is your like definition of it um i would say my definition of relationship goals is basically a point where we both um feel safe you know, I think that's a relationship. That's what relationship goals are, where you feel safe with one another. If you notice on there, you'll see relationship goals are going to be like, you know, you brushing your teeth while he's 
sitting down, shitting on the toilet or, you know, her trying to make Thanksgiving dinner for the first time, you know, or, you know, something where she's driving his car for the first time and she doesn't know how to drive or he's teaching her how to drive. You know, these kind of things, you know, relationship goals that we're seeing usually involves you feeling safe with that person, you feeling secure with that person, you feeling like I could do this with them and they're not going to leave me and they're not going to judge me. And I think for me, that's what a relationship goal is because I'm sure you've dated people where, you know, you've enjoyed dating them, but you just felt like I can't do certain things around them. I can speak for myself. I've dated guys and I've known that, you know, they've invited me to spend the night and I'm like, yeah, I can't spend the night because I can't take off my makeup in front of you. <laughs> so, you know, that like the, when I get a guy that I can do that with, I'm like, this is relationship goals, you know? <laughs> so I feel like everybody has their own their their own example, but I think in all it's when you feel safe, you know, safety is a relationship goal. Once you get to that point where you can feel like, I can do this around them, they're not gonna look at me differently, they're not gonna love me any less, they're not gonna leave me. I think that's relationship goals and then it kinda just stems from that. Yes, I love that. And I'm reading a post here that says the best thing in life is finding someone who knows about all your flaws and still thinks you're still amazing. You just got to find someone who gets you and won't give up on you. So it basically falls in line with exactly what you just said. Yeah. You know, feeling safe, feeling secure. Yeah. Um, You know, relationship goals for me kind of falls in line with that is that like um, security. Yeah. So not just feeling like I can be myself and I can let my hair down, take yeah. my wig off or whatever, and literally all my little quirks or whatever, yeah. but also feeling secure in the relationship, yeah. knowing that they are in this with me. Like I'm yeah. not just putting in all this effort and you're kind of sparing, um, spreading your time between me and, and three other people else. Yeah. or somebody else. You're not coming home and telling me one story yeah, and going out somewhere else. Yeah. You know, so just that security and really like hearing it from the person, but also knowing it. Yeah. There's this, you know, there's this like overwhelming innate feeling that you have that when you're with someone that is serious, that yeah. is really about what they're talking about. It's not just bullshit. Yeah, like you can tell, you can feel it. Yeah, you can tell, and you're not always gonna know right away, of no. course. But you know, with a, with time, observation, yeah, you get you all can the tell answers when you they're need. lying and when they're not. When things are just not adding up. Mm-hmm. When you feel like, yeah, like, I think they're lying, yeah. like, you know. Let me tell you, so. the moment that I think that person's lying, they're lying. There is nothing wrong with the woman's intuition. Our intuition is always right. We don't always listen to it, right. but it's, I have yet to, for my intuition to tell me something, and I'd be wrong. And it's sad to say that, because I wish I was wrong, but it's usually always been right. You know, and I think we as women need to kind of focus more on that. I think men do such a good job of telling us you're crazy, you think too much, you're overthinking it, calm down, it's not even that serious, you know, stop worrying about it. And they kind of really just kind of weaken our intuition little by little with their words and with their own insecurities and with their own selfish ways of just kind of keeping us away from the truth. But I think if we can kind of tune in more to our intuition and men too, you know, cause men have intuition with women, you know? And I think women do the same thing. They tell them like, Oh, you're just jealous. You don't know how to be with a pretty girl. Like you never had a girl like me before, or you've been hurt by the other girl and you're letting your insecurities get in the way. No, for guys, that's your intuition too. You know, you have your intuition. You have that feeling that tells you, yeah, 
I don't think that guy is her, really her friend. I think she's fucked him or maybe she's fucking him now. Like, hmm. that's telling you. Like, I think one, yeah. we as women, we do the same thing to men that men do to us. We, we make them feel silly. We make them feel stupid. You know, and next thing you know, he doesn't even know how to tune into that intuition anymore. So he's walking around blinded, trying to figure out, you know, not knowing what to do in, in dead-end relationships. So I think we kind of got to focus more on our intuition and kind of let that guide us and let us know, you know, is this someone I want to stay with? Is this is this for real? Or, you know, is this is this guy or this woman just playing me or taking me for, you know, for a fool? So that's yeah. kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, another post says, get someone that stays obsessed with you, not just in the beginning. So I, I really like that because, you know, I think with relationships, there's that coveted honeymoon oh, role, yeah. that oh, honeymoon phase. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the, that's the inevitable in every relationship. There's always going to be a honeymoon phase in any relationship that you get into. You don't know how long it's going to last for. You don't know how good it's going to be. But you know there's a honeymoon phase that's and true. it starts in the beginning. That's all you know. Exactly. So now you have to put yourself out there and know that when this honeymoon phase ends, this is where the real relationship exactly. begins. Exactly, it does. When you start to argue about logistical things, yeah. you start to argue about, you know, who's going to take out the trash or yeah. whatever, or why didn't you text me, you know, when you left work, or, yeah. like, I haven't heard from you, or whatever the, the those security things are, or those things that you need from the relationship <laughs> are, like, now it's about teaming up together to make sure that each person is getting what they need out of the relationship, that the communication is right. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the biggest thing is communication. I, think, I honestly um, believe that our honeymoon, our honeymoon phase, I don't think it's just one phase. And I'm going to tell you why. The seasons of the earth, you constantly go through the seasons. We don't just have one winter for our whole lives. We don't just have one spring or one summer. Every four to five months, our seasons are changing. And I truly, I think if we get out of the mindset of just the honeymoon phase and we get into the mindset of the honeymoon season, we will experience such a better relationship with our significant other. I truly believe that. Because mm. if you can change the way you think, you can change the way you live. If you change your mentality about your relationship, you will essentially change your relationship. So I think if we kind of get out of that whole honeymoon phase, because when you put it through a phase, a phase means it's never going to happen again. It means once it's done, it's done. It's a one and done kind of thing. No, the honeymoon season is something that happens frequently. It happens at least once a year. And I think you and I can both attest to that. You know, yeah. there are times during the year where you and your significant other are just in a really good place. And then there are times when you guys are just not in a good Fighting place. Fighting like cats You know, dogs. but you're yeah, not, I, I, I think it's really bad to connotate the honeymoon, you know, that honeymoon season to a phase. It's not a phase because people experience it, you know, for months on end, you know, for a year, you know, and then the next year they may only have like two or three months of it. And then maybe the next year, they, the whole year was a honeymoon phase, you know, a honeymoon season. I don't really think it's a phase. I think it's more so a season. And I think that it can be prolonged, um, you know, if we change the way that we view it. And I think really it depends on us. I, I, have, I have met couples who essentially are still in that honeymoon period of their relationships and they've been together four or five years. Why? I think because they really got to know each other as people first and they found a way to tackle the things that they did like or they didn't like and then they found a way to live with it. And I think once you can do that, 
you'll be all sad. I think you'll people, always be in a honeymoon. I, yeah, I think people go through a honeymoon phase because they put their best foot forward and they don't put their own foot forward. I could put my best foot forward, but that's not me because I'm not always at my best every day. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I think if we stop putting our best foot forward and we just put what we have on the table and show them, look, this is what I have and this is who I am. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. I think we'll have so much. We'll have a much longer honeymoon season, you know, because we're they already know what they're getting into. People go through the honeymoon season because they don't know what they're getting into, and then when they do, in their mind, they're like, "Oh, honeymoon's over. This is a real deal," <laughs> you know. And I think yeah, it's funny for us to say it, but when you're actually in that period, it's very frustrating because you're thinking. Do I even want to be with this person? And are we going to last through this? You know, am I willing to deal with this for the next five, six years or the rest of my life? You know, and I think, you know, again, that's because we're taught there's a honeymoon phase. So we already go into the relationship expecting to be treated or to be, you know, loved in a certain way that we subconsciously know we're never going to be loved again because it's a honeymoon phase. So it's never going to happen again. So all this love, all this joy, all these new feelings, you know, we're never going to have it again. And I think if we get out of that mindset, we'll experience much better relationships, you know, in the future. That's what's up. That's what's up. I I think that also it's important to, like you said, not to just put your best foot forward, but just to put a foot forward. Yeah. And and to give it your your best shot, I guess, is how I would put it. It's just to have that undying commitment to putting effort yeah that you're not always going to be 10 out of 10 yeah it's not always going to be bomb as fuck it's mm-hmm. not always going to be your best your best work yet exactly but if you have that mindset that even if i'm a four out of ten today i'm i'm still here like mm-hmm. i'm still trying to yeah. keep up the fight i'm still going to put in yeah. the effort because i love this person i don't want to be with anyone else like this overall makes sense it's a good fit this is where I want to be. I am mm-hmm. happy. And just because you go through a rough patch or have a, a tough day or you have an argument yeah. doesn't mean everything should are. come crashing down. Yeah. That's part of the reality of a relationship. Oh, yeah, I agree with you that. go through ups and downs. So just the honeymoon, whatever you want to call it, yeah. it can just be that continuous feel good experience if you're just willing to put in the effort and if the no person and if the person knows what they're getting into I, you know i would propose when you meet somebody new tell them all your bad flaws we are so quick to say all the great lovely things about us that honestly people only really see like 10 percent of but tell them about your bad flaws i wake up late every morning i take 30 minutes in the shower and i use all the hot water you know it's like <laughs> Sit there and tell them about your bad flaws, not in a way to deter them from wanting to be with you, but in a way to show them, like, I'm not perfect. Because for some reason, when you meet a man or when a man meets a woman, he looks at that person or she looks at that man and she thinks, oh, my God, he's exactly what I wanted. Because we're just looking at the physical. We know nothing about their personality. We know nothing about their morals. We know nothing about their habits. And we formulate this person in our mind. And then they come and tell us all these good things. And now we're like... Oh my God, he's a perfect A. I'm falling in love. Exactly. And you're falling in lust. Yeah, and you're actually falling in lust. And I think it's, you know, if people just was real and just told them, like, listen, this is me. Next time you go on your date, go on your date with no makeup on. 
Go on your day in some sweatpants and a sweatshirt or, 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 you know, some baggy shorts and a t-shirt. See what they say because, you know, you'll begin to realize that if someone can look at you past what you look like, then they're worth keeping because you're not yeah. always going to look good. Your hair's not always going to be perfect. Your teeth are not always going to be brushed. Your face is always going to be clear. Your, your weight is not always going to be, you know, in a size zero, you know, so if you show, if you show this person, this is who I am and this is what you're getting into bed with, then it's so much easier for them to keep and maintain what you guys have. But if they don't know what they're getting into, they don't even know how to condition themselves or how to prepare themselves for being with you because they don't know who you are. But if you can show them who you are and you can show them what you're about from the beginning, that's a relationship goal. That's a goal that a lot of people still haven't reached in their relationships. Hmm. And that's why their relationships are suffering. And that's why they end up single. And they keep going into these relationships and never accomplishing anything, never thriving, and never going anywhere. Damn, that's that's fact, though. That's fact. It's sad. You know, you have to be willing to be honest. You know, and yeah. it's easier said than done. Oh, oh I'm yeah. gonna keep it 100. I'm gonna always speak my mind. I'm gonna, t- you know, I'm yeah. gonna tell them exactly what I want, what I need, and this and that. Yeah. And a lot of times, like that doesn't happen. Like you're not so focused on making the good impression, on not stepping on anyone's toes, yep. on not pissing anybody off, on yep. not saying too much because you're trying to. You know, like going out fishing, yep. you put the bait out because you're trying to catch the fish. Mm-hmm. So you're baiting him right now. You're, yep. in, you're in a baiting period. Yeah. As women, we feel like we're, you know, like there's and a we, drop. We, we have sh- to, we, we just have to find the best thing we can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we that have, is to, unacceptable. have to bend and do all this that and that. Is, so one thing that I learned is, woman, you should never go after a man. Yeah. It's not even in our, in our DNA makeup to go after men. It's not. Yeah. Because if you initially go after him, you'll be chasing him for the rest of your life. Mm. That's all men That's are. That's a lot of running. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I am not running for that long. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Billy I'm not in that great of a shape to be running I'm that really long. Not. And, I, and not running that long to gain nothing. You gain nothing running after someone who doesn't want you. So I feel you keep like running and chasing, and they keep running away. Exactly. So I keep getting further and further. Exactly. And that's why I really believe that you know, if a man wants you, he'll come to you. He'll let you know. And if he really wants you, he will pursue you, and he will pursue you until you take him. And when you when he finally gets you, he will respect you because he knows I had to work for this. So I think you know, we as women, we live in a society where it's kind of like, oh, if you want him, go get him. Maybe he doesn't want to get God, you know, yeah. maybe he doesn't want to, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be selected. You know, there's a lot of men out there who, or it's not even, it's not always that he doesn't want to be selected. He doesn't want you exactly. to select him. He wants to be selected. He's looking, but you just want are you. not the, one. you're not the option. And, and we need to accept that we're <sighs> yeah. not made for everybody and every man is not made for us. Exactly. And yeah, it's so, my God, it's so true. Like, yeah. I feel like we, we just try to fill in the gaps. We try to do all the work. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need yep. to do that. Maybe, you know, I need to dress this type of way. Or I need to, you know, text him or yeah. ask for his number. And you're so right. If a guy's interested in you, He'll come he will let I you used know. To, girl, I used to do move. it. I used to make the first move. I used to text, call, how's your day? And then I sat there and I said, this one make no sense. Why the hell am I texting this guy <laughs> up and down? And why is he not responding to me? And I say, you know what? Because it's not meant to be. And he doesn't want me. 
And I stopped texting him. Do you know, two days after I stopped texting him, he blew me up. He blew me up for a whole week. And I told him, I said, it took for me to stop talking to you for you to want me. You never wanted me. You just wanted my attention. Mm, and I, I just blocked him. Some men are attention seekers, and that is not a relationship goal. Ooh, you know, some men, some women are, are attention seekers. Some people just need you to gratify whatever they feel they're lacking. And that's not my job. My job in life is not to be a servant to someone's ego. Mm. My job in life is to help others, to be prosperous, to be fruitful and multiply. And I feel as though if I can't do that, you know, without, you know, succumbing to your own personal desire or being gratified, then there's no point in us being together. I can't sit all day beneath your feet and, and tell you how beautiful you are and how wonderful you are. I just can't do that. That is not a relationship goal. I need a man that's secure, as men need a woman that's secure as well. You know, yeah. relationship goals are, again, that safety. You know, you being safe in who you are, them being safe in who they are, and you both being safe together. Yeah. You know, not, you know, you, you're, one's pulling on one more than the other. One feels inferior. One feels like he's lacking something. No. You know, that's something that I think, again, being in a relationship, you need to be a mature person. Maturity will get you to where you want to be in your relationship. However, your your ability to feel safe with one another and to maintain maintain safety with one another is what's going to keep you there. Absolutely. That's what well I believe. Said, well said. I mean, I don't have nothing else to, to add to that. <laughs> that, that, was, that was perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, all I would say is that relationship goals are different for everyone. You know, when you know that you're ready to get into a relationship, like, just keep your goals in mind and do not ever falter or waver on whatever those goals are. So if honesty, respect, you know, being able to financial assistance, like whatever the, the thing is that you feel like you need to be fulfilled, that you need to be happy, that yeah. you are looking for, that you are missing in your life and you want that to be like filled in. Yeah. That should be communicated, you know, as early as possible to the person that you're dating or talking to. Exactly. You should be having ongoing conversations about all of this stuff. Like yes. it should never end. The conversations it's, can never end because no. you are constantly evolving. You know, yes. your 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 needs are gonna change. Your wants are going to change. Your desires are going to change. And I think the reason why so many relationships don't work is because they stop talking. And then when they do start talking the people don't even know who they're talking to because they haven't talked to them in so long, right. you know? And it's just like talking to a friend you haven't talked to in years. You're playing catch up for like the first two hours and then you right. finally can get into the conversation. But that's how much time you wasted because you just haven't kept up with them, you right. know? So I, I feel like we need to communicate more. Every day you should be talking because every day something happens and it makes you think differently about something in your life. It may not be everything, but something in your life. You see something and you're like, wow, I didn't think about it that way. Let me tell my husband about that. Let me tell my wife about that. And then now she's able to see, wow, Johnny's really maturing. Wow, Johnny's being more cognitive of how much money he spends. Like, And it shows them, wow, this person's really changing. And that makes them see, okay, well, let me get on the bandwagon. I got to get my shit together because Johnny's getting his shit together, <laughs> you know, and that's, and, but that's how it works in a relationship. But if you don't talk, she don't know, she don't know what going, what's going on with you. She don't know what, you know, how you're changing. And then you go to her with a budget. She's like, what's this budget for? I'm not doing this budget. And you're like, well, I've been working on it. She's like, well, I haven't been working on it. I don't know you've been working on it. And then that's why people end up breaking up, you know, but if they were talking about it, 
then she would know, okay, Johnny, he's really getting serious about managing his money, so I have to kind of be a little bit more serious about managing mine. But people don't talk. Nobody wants to talk to each other. They just want things to happen, you hmm. know. And, and they, that's they expect the they expect their boyfriend or their girlfriend or wife or husband to just know exactly what's going on. They they should know. They should just know. Exactly. No, it's not, that's not no how it way. works. Like yeah. you're a whole human being. Like you have your own brain, your exactly. own kind of thoughts. I do not. I don't live inside of you. So I think there's that that assumption that oh because we're together and yeah. we've been together for x amount of years we sleep in the same bed yeah that don't mean know, nothing it, they should just predict they should just know if i have an attitude yeah they no yeah it. i'm gonna wait for them to figure it out or i'm gonna keep no yeah, like no like we need to actively proactively communicate exactly. even if it's like why are we talking this seems so extra it's, this exactly. seems so but what but it's it matters. It exactly. matters to communicate about any and everything it really on does. a constant basis. It like, really does. And to also discuss how to communicate. Exactly. Not yeah. just we need to communicate, but there how? is ways how to communicate because, you know, and that's what I'm learning right now too. You know, yeah. in my relationship is like the importance of being able to talk mm-hmm. and to also listen. Okay. Not just talk to, you know, or not just listen to them respond, but to actually take in what is being said and to respond or whatnot. And or find or to take in what they say and try to find a way that you can actually apply it. You yeah. know, because sometimes when people are talking, I know I'm thinking about, you know what, maybe next time I'll do this or maybe next time I'll do that. Why? Because I'm actively listening and I'm actively trying to figure out a way to show that person, hey, I listened to you and now I'm going to change my ways, you know. But a lot of people, they just hear what you have to say and they keep it, keep it pushing. They don't, they don't know how to actively listen. You know, they hear you, but they're not listening. Right. There's a difference. Yeah, and that's part of the yeah, communication. There's definitely a difference. It's definitely a huge difference. Exactly. For sure. All right, so we're going to move on to the last but not least segment. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us, everybody. Yes. Hope you are enjoying the podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> Social media, foolery approved. Listen up, it's time for Like Really? All right, so last but not least, Like Really? Okay, so I know we talked about her earlier, so we're not going to go too deep into it, but Nicki Minaj um, on social media, she has posted a slew of pictures and videos of her alleged new bae, Kenneth Zoo Petty, on Instagram. Um, So there's been a lot of reaction from fans and from people, you know, in entertainment or whatnot, what they think about this. He is, according to what I've read online, he is said to be a convicted rapist. Um, He was charged back in 1995. He was 16 at the time. uh, He was 15. She was 16. Okay, okay, so thank you for clarifying yeah. that because I wasn't sure. So he yeah. was 15, she was 16. He forced himself on her with a sharp object. Yeah. She was not wanting the sex. She yeah. wasn't, and I guess he pushed for it. Um, that's all I know. I don't know if he succeeded in having sex with yeah. her or if it was just one of those things where it almost happened. And, yeah. But there was a sharp object involved, and he did, I think he did four years in prison. I don't know. Oh, this, really? And then... Yeah, wow. when he came out, he went back to prison for manslaughter, which is oh a totally God. different, separate yeah. charge for, I don't know if he attacked, I think he attacked a man or something like that, 
but I guess it was a pretty serious violent crime yeah. that he I think did another three years wow. after. So he's done. He's done some. He's done, he's some, done time. some time. He has done some time wow. in prison, and this is the the guy that. Nikki has been parading around. She's uh, her birthday was earlier this week. Happy yeah. belated birthday to Nikki. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know where she is, somewhere in the Caribbeans, but she was celebrating her birthday. He's been in all the pictures, all the videos. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, all I can say is I hope this is like a publicity stunt. Like how with Cardi B, we're like, we're hoping it's not real. I yeah. mean, it's not fake. I hope this is fake. I am praying to God that this is some crazy clout chasing. Please let her be clout chasing. Yeah. Please let it be a stage thing. She's trolling us. Yes, yeah. let this be. Because if this is in any bit real, like she's really like thinking about getting with this guy. Yeah. Lord, the devil has really creeped in. That's he all really I can has. say. So I don't know. I just, <laughs> I mean, the guy, he has like 12 different mugshots online. He has five kids. Wow. He just left his, his, his ex-girlfriend like yeah. two weeks before getting with Nikki. There's some text floating around about how, hey, you know, talk, trying to calm his girl down. Cause mm-hmm. she's like calling him out like on stuff. And he's like, just, I'm trying to get the bag, like why, chill out, you know? So these are the texts that have been floating around in reference to his relationship with Nicki Minaj. Wow. So it it doesn't it doesn't it ain't adding up. I don't know if she's paying he, he's on the payroll. Like, what is he doing? Like, yeah. wh- how is he working for her? Like, I know he's an old childhood friend. They both grew up in the Queen in Queens together. They've yeah. known each other for over twenty years. So they're friends. They've been friends for a long time. But that doesn't mean that you need to date this man, yeah. Nicki. Like. He already has a lot of baggage. Yeah, I th- again, I think Nikki is just making poor choices and she's living for Instagram and Instagram is not real. You know, Instagram is not real life because what it's you do what you do on Instagram is going to affect you in real life and she's defending a convicted rapist and a felon. And I'm sorry to say but people we're not in the society yet where we accept people that are felons. So, I think for yeah. her I think like, she's just trying to stay relevant, and she's doing it in all the wrong ways. Maybe well, oh, well, I think I would debate you on the 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 felon. We're not in a space where we're we're accepting of pedophiles or rapists, but people that are felons that have gone to jail for whatever reason, like that's yeah. different. But that's he went like, to jail for manslaughter. Yes, for yeah. So in this case, manslaughter is a very extreme, very you know, yeah. like a person pre- lost their life due to him. Yeah, and now so she's that, but uh, you were saying felons in general. Like, uh, yeah. I don't think you know. It depends on what they did, and obviously, rapists and pedophiles is just a hell no. Well, felonies period. are serious crimes. You're not just well, someone, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like we are not in an age where we are accepting felons as just oh, it's nothing. You well, know, I mean, because I think that in was the in- entertainment industry, maybe not in society, like getting jobs and just. Dating. Yeah, but I'm just talking about like celebrities that come out of that are felons. Oh come yeah, out of yeah, yeah. They, time. yeah. Remy Ma, like there's so many. Yeah. It's like, oh, free, free Wheezy, free. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, whoever, like it's always free Meek Mill. Like it's yeah. always a, it's almost like they respect them more because they did time in jail. But of course, it depends on what they did time for. Yeah, that's true. You know? But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like it. <sighs> I think she's trolling. I think 
what I think is that the news came out about the Grammy nominations the same time that she's in. in so she has to make it seem like she's enjoying life and life is so good to her and she don't care. She cares. She's at home crying. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think she's trying to distract from the, the narrative because as soon as the nominations came out, Cardi yeah. B got five nominations, Nikki got zero. Like, it's literally yeah. like their names are next to each other, yeah. five versus zero. Like, she, like, obviously this is her way of trying to do some sort of damage control yeah. saving face. Like, let me try to quickly change the narrative. Like, yeah. this guy, I'm cool with him. I don't have a bae. Like, Lewis Hamilton, I don't know what happened with him. I'm disappointed because I was excited that, yeah. oh, okay, this may be something. They were seeming to get and real cozy. It was nothing. But I guess he's a player, too, he or is. whatever. You know? So I'm sure... That didn't work out for that reason, yeah. but I think she saw that I didn't get any nominations. Yeah. Everyone's going to be dragging me for this. The Nikki hate train continues. Let me just find something stupid and yep. funny to just quickly distract people. Something, and it has to be big. It yeah. can't just be like, oh, like I took she a had picture with some cute guy. Like, let it be like, they're I'm together. really pushing the agenda that we're together. Yeah. So that, because if you notice, when she started doing that, everybody was, nobody was talking about the nomination. Nobody. It was like, oh my God. Yeah, she got a new man. Much? Yeah, she got a new man. Why don't y'all, y'all just never want her to be happy. Leave her alone. Or, like, where did she find this man? Yep. Why, why, he looked like he just came out of prison. Yep. Like, he looked like he's still from her purse when she not looking oh like, oh my God, I'm so <laughs> done. People are so messed up. Why he got uh, dice on his shorts, you know he did jail time. Ah! <laughs> I'm so done. Like, it was just so many funny reactions. Yeah. Like, so I think she knew what she was doing. Everything she's gone through this year, she's she's learning. Yeah, she's learning. She's learning. From her experiences this yeah. year. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think that's why she did it. I'm hoping this is all a tactic. I'm praying so because this is embarrassing. I no, mean, it is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I don't have anything against her dating a regular dude. We know she likes the hood niggas. Yeah, but, that's this, but clear. this is embarrassing. But, He's an actual convicted felon, and she's of something that has to do with violence to women. And yeah. I think that just doesn't support her call that she's pro-black woman, she's pro-feminism, and now you're dating a guy that abuses women. Like, come on, like that's just not what you want to do right now. Right. Especially with the way your career is already heading, you just don't want to indulge in that. So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna give her the donkey of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Hee-haw. She gets the donkey of the day. Um, moving on, Jacquey proclaims himself as the new king of R&B. He posted a video the other day saying, uh, I know there's a lot of artists from back in the day and I respect them and all that, but I just feel like I'm the king of R&B for right now. Like, I'm the king of R&B. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with him? How do you feel about that? Do you think he's done enough, he's put in enough work to be calling himself the king of R&B? Honestly? I would say he is the current king of R&B. Okay. Current. That means that tomorrow that, that can, could change. Right. <laughs> like in the next hour. Yeah, so like drops, hour. drops the album or something. Yeah, I, I feel like I like Jacquees. I love his voice. I've heard him sing without any auto-tune, without any backup. He has a beautiful voice. He has the ability to change a song and make it his own. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of, and even more so than that, he truly has a passion for R&B. You know, I I think he could potentially be one of the kings of R&B in our generation. Um, I don't think there is per se one particular king of R&B because not everyone likes 
every R&B artist. You know, R&B artists have their own style, even within R&B. But I think, yes, I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, maybe because I'm a little biased, I already, I already like him. I've listened to Jock P since he was 15, 16 years old singing. Um, and I've heard him, and he's honestly took, taken songs and made them his own. He has a beautiful voice. So I, w- I would definitely agree. Yeah, I think so. I would say yeah. Okay. I would say yeah. Okay. That's, um, okay, well, yeah, there's been a lot of mixed reactions online. Some people are saying, like, yeah, like, why not? Like, the, I think, the, I think people are taking, open. I think he's, they're taking away from him saying he's the new one as of right now, not as in he's the one of all right, time. Right, of all time. He's taking yeah. into consideration that he's not the best R&B singer ever. However, in this particular day and time, he's pretty much the best one that Holding we have right now. right now. Yeah. Trey Songz is MIA. Everyone else is what MIA. What Trey Songz just dropped to 1125. He oh, just he dropped two albums. He's been like doing interviews and stuff. He's like coming out with a movie. Oh, so he's actually been like okay. on the little interview circuit. Like, okay, I that's good. Think, I got to hear him next. Yeah. Like I listened to, it's like a two a double-sided album. So 11 and then 25. Oh, so I think okay. it came out on November 25th. Okay. But yeah, 11 sounded, I only listened to it once. I mean, it sounded... It sounded good. He always sounds good, but... I mean, he pretty much sounds the same to me. All his music sounds yeah, the same. Yeah, it does start to sound repetitive. It's all so the same. I think it's he's still kind of falling in that... Yeah, he needs to get out that rut and, you know, do something different. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, I think the lane is open right now. I don't think there's any clear individual that's, like, the king of R&B right now. Me I, either. Shout out to John Quay. He's He obviously started the conversation. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he respects himself. He has belief in his talent his abilities what he's doing he has a great voice like he has my support like but i i just feel like the it's like you know there's not like that one person that's just even chris brown like he's not been out for a while like you know trey songs like nah you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think there's really anyone. I mean, Tory Lanez has been doing his thing. But Tory Lanez is not an R&B singer. He's he not an yeah. auto-tune. So it's different. You cannot compare the two. They are not one in the same. Does he use auto-tune all He does. Songs? Have you ever heard him perform in public? He no, can't I mean, sing in public because he uses auto-tune. Really? I have to look into that. Yeah. I actually like Tory Lanez a lot. Like, I like Because he has masterminded the way to change his voice to appeal to what you want to hear. But that's not his real voice. Mm. It's not it's sad, but it's not. Damn. Yeah. Well, he's definitely not in the the conversation. Then. Yeah, he cannot be. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot be. Yeah, he's like a rapper. He you raps know, in Neo his... is not in it. He's over here trying to clean up his yeah. side chick and yeah. marriage situation. Yeah, and Neo. Like... Neo needs a, him and his beard needs to get together. <laughs> Because Crystal's definitely his beard. We all know. Oh, yeah. We know, Chris, what you do. We know you sign on the dotted line, Chris. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You, yeah. We know, I, Chris. I, thought, I really thought he would have come out by now. I'm actually I mean, shocked that he's really keeping up the story. Why he, I don't know why. I don't know why. Because nobody's checking for him. It nobody's, is not, everybody would have been going, like, finally, he came out. Like, yes, I think that's what's not going to impact his royalties. Honey, you can come out now. Yeah, he might We're even make, he might make more sales. You honestly, never know. If he came out the black, you know, one of the few black out like out black R and B singers. Exactly, There's not yeah. nobody's really taking that step yet. So yeah. he could have been the one to to do he it. He could have been done it. 
but that he want to live a lot because he has a family now so you know he gotta play the part he gotta play the part mm-hmm. gotta play the part and last topic Lil Mama reads Bow Wow's right oh yeah on her Instagram video that she posted the other day after he was caught up lying about her on growing up hip hop yep. Atlanta talking about oh she's fast that you know I could have fucked her back in the day yep. she'll probably she he was giving advice to another cast member BT. Uh, uh, a radio personality about how he can probably fuck her in about a week. Yeah. It won't take long, and she she got right up on that Instagram she real sure quick. Did. She sure did. Real quick and let him know like you are a clown. Like exactly. you mess with the wrong one. Yeah. I I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I love how just she was holding her own in the video, mm-hmm. reading her mail like. Going through her I errands, like, I, let me just address this real quick. Yep. This fool thinks just because it's social media, he can do whatever he can like. Do he could just want. slip things in. Yeah. Nobody's gonna. And I'm not gonna respond it. back. Yeah, so I I like that. It was hilarious. Definitely go. Well, it's not on her page anymore, but if you Google, you will find you can find it. The yeah. video, you know, and um, yeah, so. He's a clown. Uh, she said that he's far from the type of man she could ever see herself with mm. sleeping with or, you know, being in a relationship with. She mm. said that she's known him since they was little kids yep. when he had the little pre-cut shirts and he yep. was ripping it off on stage. Oh, on my tour. God. I'm so done. <laughs> I'm so done. Oh, my gosh. Like, she's like, I know you. Like, I've always been protected by male figures like yeah. nobody could get close to me so once again this is like another bow out challenge it is it bow really out is. lying to make himself look good and Cloud getting chaser. caught yep Cloud like chaser. getting caught red hand like bow wow will you ever learn yeah he will won't you ever learn he won't he won't he won't and i feel like i feel bad for bow wow because he's really in a predicament where he's not happy with himself he's not happy with his situation he's not happy with the way his relationships are going but he's the only one that can change that if he changes his image he'll change the people that are attracted to him and the people that he's with but he can't change his image because he likes a certain type of woman and he lies and people yeah. don't like liars. They just don't like liars. And he lies about a lot of things. He does. That's why Erica Mena left him. He's a liar. Mm. And he you lies know? on her too. Like, still. still. Yeah, like with the oh, don't I'm gonna put the tape out. Exactly. Like basically. But guess who's not? On, but guess who's not on on loving hip hop anymore? She's not, but he is. <laughs> so that should oh, tell well, you something. Oh, well, growing up hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. She claims she, I mean, well, she's not loving hip hop Atlanta though. Cause oh, remember she, she was on New York. Oh, yeah, she left right. cause she's like, oh, my career's taking off. Me yeah. and Bow are getting engaged. Oh, and then when yeah. they broke up and had a falling out, then she went back to love him. Exactly. So that was the whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's like so they're both on different reality shows, but it's just he he's just disrespectful. He he's messy. He doesn't think things through he's still very juvenile minded and i don't like that about him yeah you know and that's why he's going to continue to run into these problems because he's a juvenile you know and he's like in his 30s like he should not be like that like that's not acceptable i know it does it's crazy it doesn't make sense at all why he still acts the way he does like i don't understand him at all i wish i could but baba is like so irrelevant He's just like, he just tries to keep making himself relevant. I just right. wish he would stop. <laughs> and, he, and it keeps blowing up in yeah, his face. It does because he's lying. He's not telling the truth. He's not there. He's off. I just can't be bothered. <laughs> the man is all over the world and nowhere at the same time. 
<laughs> he really is. He, he's on a jet. He's he not really on is. a jet. <laughs> he's swimming. He's not swimming. Like, he's, I can't. Oh my gosh, he fucking, he fucking little mama, he's not like... And they look alike, like, I don't know why he got so much feud against her, they look just alike, they could be brother and sister. I don't understand why he, he, I think he really was just like, this is entertainment, yeah. like, I got, we're trying to make the show juicy, so we want to make why this he seem good. I think so, just why and he did it. I don't think he ever thought she would drag his yeah. ass, like, really come like, wait a minute, yeah, like, bring your ass back, exactly. I need to talk to you. Yeah. I don't think I think it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a storyline. I'm gonna roll with it. It gets mo- mixed in with everything exactly. else, and she was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. This is not the storyline y'all gonna write about me, because then that's all people are gonna see, and that's all they're gonna believe. So exactly, yeah. and she's learned from her past with the whole Jay Z Alicia Keys situation, making a mistake and how it can follow you yeah. for so long. And she's like, I'm not letting this happen again. Mm-mm. Well, I would say honestly. <laughs> I would say he he has gotten the donkey of the day. <laughs> donkey of the year. A donkey of the year. I'll take it back from Nicki Minaj and give it to him because that was just a dumb move. It was really dumb on his part. And hopefully he learns from it. Uh, hopefully. Well, we'll see. We can't hope too high, but know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, that is it. That wraps up episode 13 of the Listen Up podcast. This was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I learned a lot from Miss Psychology and just, you know, her conspiracies and how she <laughs> thinks about these celebrities and yep. how things in entertainment goes. It, it, I think there's a lot of truth to it. Where can people follow you? So you can always follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is F, that's F as in um, Foxtrot or Frank. Um, and it's F Psychology. It's spelled F S C I. C-O-L-O-G-Y. And that's on Instagram. You can always message me. Um, you know, if you have anything you guys want to talk about, anything you guys want to hear her talk about or hear us talk about, I'll be more than happy to share that with you guys. So just give a, give me a follow. Give me a shout out. I'll always follow you guys sure, back. Sure, she's always on Snapchat. Too, All the time. So yeah, you guys can find me on Snapchat too at Sunday. 793 it's still just like the day sunday 793 i also post a lot of informational stuff too on there um a lot of juicy gossip too <laughs> so just follow yes. <laughs> you can always follow gotta keep up with the juicy gossip yes, you that's do. what the, makes the world go it around. really does it you makes know? my day go by fast so. same here same here well i, I really appreciate it it's lady solo you can follow me on twitter and instagram at lady solo life l-a-d-y-s-o-l-a L-I-F-E and I want to encourage you guys whoever's been rocking with the Listen Up podcast if you're listening right now please go ahead and subscribe to to the podcast if you have an iPhone it's super easy you can just you're already on the page exactly all you got to do is search Listen Up with Lady Sola go to the search page if you're on iTunes or the Apple podcast go to the search page put in Listen Up with Lady Sola and you'll be able to actually hit subscribe. Yep. Just find the subscribe button wherever it's at. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I would really appreciate it. Definitely share with your friends. Spread the word. Yep. It's available on all platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, so Google, uh, Google Play. So wherever you want to listen to podcasts, you can definitely find it. I appreciate it, and I will be back soon. But you guys be good until then. All right. All right. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Listen Up Podcast. If you like what you heard, 
make sure to subscribe on iTunes and share with your friends. If you're really rocking with it, leave a rating or review on the Apple Podcast app. The support is always appreciated.